0: Hey there, everyone. Before we get going, just want to let you know that this week's episode of the HR Grapevine podcast is sponsored by Cornerstone. Cornerstone is the first skills power, AI driven, experiential HR system designed for the way we work today. And with that, here's the show. From hrgrapevine.com. It is the HR Grapevine podcast. Hi, everyone. Eric Nevarowski, host of the pod. Thank you for joining me. And you know, every so often I like to dedicate an episode of the pod to a really in-depth chat with an HR business leader. I like to talk about their, their career histories, their experience, where they've seen the various remits go throughout the years. So I'm going to do that again this week. This week, I'm thrilled to chat with Kate Menzies. Kate is the VP of People and Organization at Mars Wrigley for Europe, CIS and Turkey. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with Mars. If you like M&Ms, you've heard of Mars. I love M&Ms, so i I've surely have heard of Mars Wrigley. Uh, it's a huge company all across the world. And Kate has been with the company for a good amount of time. So I wanted to chat with Kate about what the role of executives should be when it comes to really supporting their employees, and I want to use her career as a backdrop for that. I want to get her thoughts on why being happy at work is so important and learn more about what Mars is doing to ensure that their employees are happy. And then we talk about the future of work and how it's changing and how supporting employees goes along with it. It was a great conversation, Uh, great to speak to someone who has such a passion for their role and the people that they work with. So here it is, my chat with Kate Menzies from Mars Wrigley.
1: Well, my name's Kate Menzies. I am the VP of People and Organisation for Mars Wrigley Europe, SEAB, and Turkey. So, quite a quite a mouthful. But um, I've been in this role for a year and a half. But I've actually been with the Mars business for um, over twenty-five years. So, outside of a, a a short career after university, Mars has been my my career um, for 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 all of it, actually. So. I've had various HR roles over about 15 years across um, Australia, Asia-Pac, uh, Europe. And, um, and when I say Europe, um, we've been in the UK now for, for about nine years. So that's home for us now. Sure. And uh, also as part of my career, I've had about 10 years in, in sales. So I went between HR and sales um, uh, throughout those sort of 25-odd years and uh, had a great time.
0: That's great. Um, so I know mo- for, for the maybe like three people listening that don't know who Mars is and what Mars does, uh, what 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 is Mars making these days?
1: Mars is making a lot. So we're we're a large organisation. We're 140,000 plus associates, and when I say associates, that's what we um, that's how we describe our our employees. And we we're across 80 countries um, uh, globally, and and we manufacture and, and produce some fantastic brands um, like uh, uh, Mars Bounty M and M's um, in the Mars Wrigley side. We have a um, Pet care side of the business where we sell pedigree whiskers, Royal Cannon, we're in um, uh, a veterinary health service. And we also have a food side of our business, um, which is um, uh, producing a lot of of like uh, Ben's original rice and and various other food uh, projects. So we're a very diverse business and a very large business
0: yeah that's great i'll i mean i'll i will be honest with you i'm not trying to butter your bread any further than i have but um for me there's nothing better than a bag of chocolate m ms it is my favorite uh sweet and i eat way too many of them and i've actually stopped keeping them at my desk because i was going through bags upon bags a week so um thank you for that they are delicious
1: it's a, it's a healthy contribution
0: Exactly, exactly. (laughs) All right, so let's get into the topic. I want to talk about, you know, kind of what it's like to be happy at work on the employer side and what executives and the C-suite and the boardroom can do in supporting that. So first question, using your career as a backdrop, mainly at Mars, what really should be the role of executives when it comes to supporting their employees?
1: Yeah, great, great. I think, um, well, the f- the first thing I would say is that you know support and and happiness in general, I think, is critical for for any business today. And, and I think with what's going on in the world, um, in in um, politics, in your world, if that's just your personal surroundings or 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 from afar, just um, having support and and being happy at work, I think, is is absolutely critical. And I've I've experienced different um, cultures and and types of leadership across my career in the, in whether it be cross functions or or in the different regions that I've operated in.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but I think for for while I say it's important for every business, I think. It, for MW, or for I will, I will say MW a bit for Mars Wrigley and for, for Mars, mm-hmm. we genuinely believe that our greatest assets are our people and our brands. Uh, you talked what about, about one brand earlier, but when I do talk about brands, the our brands are really made great by our people as well. Um, and, and so people are, are at the heart of everything we do um, at Mars. And so that the question on, on how do we What's executive or what's leadership's role in supporting associates? I think the first thing to say is 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 providing clarity, and I know that's a fairly standard response. But as I said in mm-hmm. in today's environment, I th- I think it's um ap- absolutely critical for Mars Wrigley in particular. We're we're very focused on creating a a an environment a workplace where everyone's valued, where everyone's heard, where they can. Um, be their best selves, and and to do that, we know that leaders have to really uh, know their associates right. and really understand what 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 makes them tick. Um, and so, when you do start to to really know your associates, you're able to tailor the the type of leadership support you can give them, whether that be tailored um, coaching or tailored development or just or just tailored well being support. And so, I think that's that's um always been critical but probably more critical than than ever um right at the moment
0: yeah um so with it I' everything that's happening within the entire world right and we can it seems like the situation in in the UK political sphere it's a lot but it's really just w- sort of one one small sort of cog in the wheel of awfulness right we have a war in ukraine we have um you know it seems like a regression within trans rights and lgbtq rights in the world we still have me too is still very at the forefront black lives matter um it seems like it's really we're 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 as a humanity it seems like we're kind of grasping at straws to 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 remain happy so i guess why is it important to be happy while at work
1: yeah, you're right. I mean, there is a lot going on. <laughs> there is right. a, there is a lot going on at the moment. But but I think it can, you know, why is it important? I think it it comes from a a belief and I know this is this is fundamental to Mars Wrigley, but we genuinely believe that that happiness makes people's lives better. Mm -hmm. um and so when you're talking about why is it important to be to be happy at work I mean the reality is we spend a lot of time at work most people spend a lot of time at work and I don't think it matters what your definition of of happiness is because I think that can be quite individual but but for me when I think about happiness, you I I think of a definition of, of of energy and and particularly work definition of energy and focus and and resilience. But I but I also think happiness means um peace. With yourself or acceptance with yourself, and I I think that's really important. Probably even more important than, than, you know, energy and resilience. Because when you when you do have that acceptance and happiness with yourself, when you translate that to a work environment, that genuinely is bringing your best self. It's it's um, bringing the best ideas to the business. It's it's being comfortable to challenge yourself or others. Um, in the workplace and and I also see when people are accepting of, of themselves and happy in themselves the the differentiated career acceleration we, we see is, is is fantastic and and so happiness is is absolutely critical and and I think at Mars at Mars Wrigley we are so committed to to um, happiness that it, it it forms part of our purpose which is to inspire everyday moments of happiness Mm-hmm. And that purpose really needs to come to life um, with associates first. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's really important.
0: No, it's great. That's and it's It's a perfect segue into my next uh, sub question. Um, what is Mars Wrigley doing to ensure that your employees are happy and bringing their best and truest versions of themselves to work every day?
1: Yeah. So, so I think I think there's a lot. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot we're lot we're doing, and, and some we're doing really well, and some we're still working on. But I I think it you've got to start with what people want. Um, when they what do they want from a workplace and what do they want from that experience of of feeling happy and connected with 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 an organization or their workplace and I think people want to work for a principled and purpose-led business Um, they want the ability to sort of learn grow and and deliver that they can be themselves I've mentioned that and that they have the energy when they're at work not just outside of work but to to, to contribute and, and to thrive. And so, you know, back, back to that principled and purpose led. I I spoke about our happiness purpose, but our, our business is really built on a, on a foundation of five principles that, that um, we share across the world. And I mentioned we're a large organization, Mm -hmm. 140,000 associates. And so, you know, when you're trying to build that, that strong culture, um, those, those principles have been really important for us and we we ask our associates to put them into practice every day and that's around, you know, being committed to quality of work, um, both in the workplace and, and how we contribute to society. We, we have responsibility at the heart of, of, of everything we do as, as individuals and as a, a broader business to act um, all of our decisions are based on mutuality of benefit which is with our associates with our suppliers our customers um our our stakeholders um we efficiency is as our fourth principle that's that's critical for for our success and and it's um it is based on using resources to to the full and finally that our our freedom principle, um, which allows us to make our own decisions, um, not, not constrained by um, other motivations that come up with, with other types of businesses. And so right. I know a lot of organisations have have principles, but, but w- with a large organisation, I think they've really been created to, to um, support associates and, and to allow them to to be guided, but to bring them their true self. Um, so yeah. I, I think we've, we also have, you know, there's a, there's a huge amount of programs we do around, um, wellness. Uh, we've got a Marsby be well wellbeing program, which, which, um, contributes to a great wellbeing environment. Um, so yeah, re- really proud of the things we do in this space.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, you you mentioned it a couple times. You know, over 140 thousand associates worldwide. You mentioned within your job, your your specific job title covers a wide portion of the globe. Where are the challenges with pulling off these five uh, pillars when you're in a, a, an extremely global market? I think you mentioned Turkey, right? So you're yes. you're, you're dealing with uh, um, a, you know uh, a West versus East culture in a lot of places. How do those pillars work globally then?
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think it starts with our people, with our associates. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we reflect on the, the five principles that I called out, they do work across all cultures. And and yes, there may be some, some differences in, in, um, you know, interpretation. But when we're talking about that, you know, that, that we, we expect our associates to, to commit to quality of work, it is, um, it is a you know yes there are challenges with with making sure that people understand it but once once we focus on really um uh landing this with our associates and empowering them to act against these we find that there are a set of principles that can be easily followed and i think also that the 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 um the core reason why we call it our, our employees associates is because it is a mutual contract. Yeah. So, you know, how do we do that? We, we provide um, a, a fantastic environment for, for associates to thrive. We, we provide great leaders that they can um, learn um, and, and develop from. But we also have an expectation of, of, of them to act against these five principles every single day. And so when you have that, that mutual contract with associates, I find that it it is easier to land the expectations across, across all those, those
0: cultures. So I want to wrap it up with a sort of holistic, high altitude question, and it revolves around the future of work, right? It's changing fast. You, you mentioned purpose, right? And I think- (laughs) If you if we were to have this talk, maybe this time last year, we would say purpose is more important than money. But I think now, given the cost of living, money and purpose are equal. How do you see the future of work changing and how the way that you support your employees to be happy and bring their true selves every day? How does that change along with it?
1: Yeah, I think um, future of work is an interesting sort of statement, isn't it? Because I think when you say it, people think COVID, people think um, return to office and, and and all of those things. But I think, you know, how is the future of work changing? I think the, the word that springs to my mind is just flexible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's flexible. And it's, it has to be that way. And so when you really, really break it down, um, it, you know if I, if I say what it means to me around flexible, it's just the ability to deliver and get work done in a way that that works for for our talent, for mm-hmm. our associates. And, and I think that's really, really important when we think about um, you know how, how we value difference and how we genuinely believe that that if you unlock that, capability and ability in in people that they will deliver for you if you give them the flexibility to to respond. So so I think um flexible is is what I would say. I think that going back to you know the the future of work and and how is it changing. I think we for, for us as an organization we also already had a bit of flexibility at the heart of of how we how we do business and mm-hmm. and so for us the how um, the future of work has either started to change or is changing has been more around the lessons we've learnt uh, um, through, through COVID to start with, but as we, as we look to the future, which is just um, we need to be more agile. We need yeah. to be more agile in our ways of working, how we um, uh, use our huge scale globally to be more networked and, and um leverage that knowledge that is that is out there i think there are some basic things around we are very strong in in team and collaboration and that that has served us extremely well and yet we also know we can match that with with um how we meet more efficiently how we travel less to link in with you know even our our um uh part of our purpose is to is to absolutely live in a more sustainable world so so i think you know we will be a more networked um organisation moving mm-hmm. forward we will, we need to be uh have a more agile approach to to work in the future and of course i'm sure everyone would say this we, we without a doubt digital it was probably 10 years ago right um, it's now and it and it is is the future yeah um and it's, it's the future for our whole organisation. We have pr- probably around over 60% of our organisation which is in our um, factories making our, our wonderful brands like M&Ms but also in our, in our sales force. So this isn't a future of work conversation is, is how we shift all of that work including our, our office environment to be more um, fit, for, fit for the
0: future. That's great. Um, I have to ask, Kate, what's your favorite Mars candy? Uh, Bounty. Nice one. Good one. (laughs) All right.
1: Not everyone's favorite. Definitely mine.
0: Once again, big thanks to Kate Menzies, VP of People and Organization at Mars Wrigley for Europe, CIS and Turkey. I love M&Ms. Actually eating some right now. That's that's the bag right there. I don't want to eat in the microphone, though, because that would be gross. Yeah. Huge thanks to Kate for lending her insights uh, at all things being happy and supporting colleagues at work. Thank you for listening. My name is Eric Niverowski, and I'll talk to you next time on the H.R. Grapevine podcast.